A wicked and adulterous generation look for a sign, but none will be given. Good morning, Christian America. Is it faith or is it evidence in, in how we give our lives over to Christ? Is it faith or is it evidence that we put our trust in our Scripture and our put our trust in Jesus and look to God to guide us and lead us? That's a rhetorical question because it's faith that does that. If it was not faith, it, it would not be hard. If there was concrete evidence for everything that, you know, that, that, that goes on in this world, there would be no need for faith because we would have what we need to prove things. And life would be easy, but that's not the way life is. That is not how God made it. He gave us the freedom to choose. And we have to choose based on our belief. We have to choose not with what's in our head, but with what is in our heart. So let's talk about that more as we continue down our journey through the New Testament this Wednesday. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you again on another Wednesday. As you know, because you follow the Wednesday podcast, because I'm sure you've already gone to YouTube and you've clicked on the uh, right hand in the right hand corner where the subscribe button is and you follow the Good Morning Christian America podcast. You've clicked on the little bell so you get the notifications each and every time that we uh, uh, release a new podcast for you. And if you haven't done so, then you should do so. But I know that you do because the Christian American community is alive and well. And uh, even though we bring this podcast to you on a variety of platforms, whether it be audio, whether it be Facebook, uh, whether it be YouTube, but I know that you're keeping up and getting, uh, you know, keeping up with your, with the inspirational, educational, and informational podcast here in the Good Morning Christian America podcast. We come to you every Wednesday. Wednesdays are our education. What type of education do you say, Eddie, that you're trying to pass on to us? The only education really that matters, and that's the education in life, the education in wisdom, the education in knowledge, the true life wisdom and, and knowledge uh, is easily found it's easily found in our holy text in scripture in the bible in the good word the revelation of god that he's given us that he's provided us through prophets and kings and 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 uh authors and apostles over all of these years that have stood the test of time for thousands of years. Don't be fooled by people in, in, the, in the last five years, the last 10 years that, are, uh, that, that think, that are trying to propagate this idea that they have a new way of life, that there is a, a, a second truth, that there is a, an, another truth, there is a individualized universal truth, and where that, it, that's just not the case. It's never been the case. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but from, the, from what I do have, uh, access to the resources that are provided for me here in 2019 with with the vast amount of information uh, that we have at our fingertips you could place your faith 
in individuals, men and women like you and I, who have come up with new ideas of how to live, new ideas of what is quote unquote true, uh, new ideas on how we should interact in society should be formed for the quote unquote for the betterment of everyone. You could do that. Or you could place your faith in biblical scholarly wisdom that has not just lasted over the last 10 years, has not just lasted over the last 100 years, has not just lasted over the last 1,000 years, but has lasted since the beginning of civilization, since we were able to write down these truths that were passed on by men and women that are far greater than I, that have, uh, that have interacted with God as early as Abram, and uh, who became Abraham, and learned these stories, have passed on these stories of goodness. I mean, there's not, I don't think there's a better word than just goodness, wisdom, knowledge, uh, timeless wisdom that stands uh, as the benchmark of how we should act individually, how we should behave. Not only how should we behave, but how should we think? Where, where should we put our minds to? Where should we put our hearts to? Where should we raise our family and direct them to? Uh, to, the, to the world, to, to the temptations and the niceties of, uh, of, of what's around us, or to God, something greater than all that, somebody greater than all that, who, who has placed us here, who provides for us, who uh, drops uh, you know, tidbits of knowledge of his, of, of his vast uh, wisdom to us. And, and hopefully, hopefully for you and I, that our, that our mental capacity, our psychological capacity can, can take these truths uh, and, and understand them. And that we don't, uh, we, we don't be, uh, we, we don't get corrupted or, or, or they're not so complex that, that we lose sight on, on, on what is the message that God is trying to convey to us. And so many times I think we see that. It's not, I don't think that it's intentional that people uh, misinterpret the word of God. Uh, there, yes, there are some, uh, some people that are actually out there to deceive and to, uh, to cause deceit, uh, in the world, but I think for the vast majority of people, there maybe it's just misinterpretation, um, and there's there's a, a difference. But what we try to do here today in this podcast, on the Wednesday podcast, is try to bring you verbatim a small snippet of scripture, something that we can talk about, something that you can listen to, that you can get your little daily dose of the Bible, a little daily dose of God's word. Uh, and then talk about it. What does it mean? What did it mean then? What does it mean now? What does it mean for you specifically? That's something for you to take along with you. It's like, what does this mean for me? I kind of understood. I understand, uh, you know, what Scripture said. I kind of understand based on this podcast, you know, what, what was being said. I understand what Eddie, uh, you know, interpreted from that. But what does that mean for me? What does that mean for you individually? That's that's something that you're going to have to take with you. And that's what we try to provide you. We try to provide you with this encouragement. So it's a small nudge in the right direction, and the right direction being God's direction. And so it's with that this morning that we're going to talk, uh, we're going to cover the next segment 
in the New Testament, in the uh, book of Matthew, we're, we're just hitting chapter 16. And if you haven't been following us over the past uh, 15 chapters, which have covered, uh, you know, uh, many months, we encourage you to just go back a few weeks and continue to watch and listen to these podcasts, uh, especially the Wednesday podcast. The Wednesday podcast is very important because, again, we read verbatim. It's not my... I don't, I'm not changing the words. We're not changing anything in here. We're reading verbatim about what Scripture says. What are the words that Scripture says? So let, let no one make the assumption that we are somehow distorting the Word of God or that we are not holding true to the Word of God because the, we're going to post exactly what Scripture says in this passage and then we'll talk about it afterward. So please turn your, your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 16. And so Jesus, after after his sermon on the mount, after the Beatitudes, after, you know, talking in, in parables about the, the uh, hidden treasure and the parable of the net and talking about the kingdom of heaven, uh, talking about what defiles. And then, you know, last week we talked about the, the faith of a Canaanite woman who's not even Jewish, but uh but still had faith so much faith in christ that you know he healed her daughter he wouldn't she wouldn't go away when she was talked down to when she was embarrassed you know she stayed humble and she stayed focused on jesus and uh and 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 jesus rewarded her even specifically told her that you know you uh your faith your faith is so strong and then again, when he uh, when he fed four thousand, they wouldn't leave. They'd been there for three days. They they're focused on Jesus. They don't want to leave him. They were hungry, and Jesus had to feed them. You know, the apostles started stressing. Jesus doesn't stress. You know, he he, he creates uh, he creates more food. He multiplies the the fish and bread, and, and he feeds four thousand because of the greatness of of him, the power that he possesses. Now you're seeing all these things. The people are seeing all these things. They're experiencing all these things. They're, they're seeing the healing. They're seeing the multiplication of food. They're, they're, they're seeing the, the, uh, the, the lame become, uh, be able to walk. They, they, they see the, the sight being provided for the blind, the driving out of demons. They're seeing all these things. They're there. They're present with Christ. The miracles are before their eyes. The evidence has arrived. But just like in today, uh, today's world, no matter how many times you show somebody something, they still want to question you. They still have their doubts. And sometimes those doubts are founded and sometimes those doubts are built on jealousy. They're built on uh, ambition. They're, they're built on uh, their own sinfulness and wickedness and you know they're trying to sow seeds of doubt in people we know that it's the way people are it's our fallen nature it's why we need god it's why we need christ if we could do the things that god calls us to do in scripture we wouldn't need a messiah we wouldn't need a crucified lord we wouldn't have needed jesus to come set and show us the way and set the standard if we could do that, we wouldn't need all these things. But we can't, so we do. And in today's passage, as you...
And so in today's passage, as usual, people aren't happy. The elites aren't happy. The Pharisees and the Sadducees aren't happy, and they try to test Jesus. And so let's get right into exactly what's said. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 1. It says, the Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking. And tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, when evening comes, you say, it'll be fair weather. For the sky is red. And in the morning... Today it will be stormy, for the, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the, the, time, the sign of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. Couple things, very short passage this week, but that doesn't mean there's not a lot there. So first, we just talked about how people are quick to judge, they're quick to doubt, they're quick to sow seeds of doubt they're for their own ambition, for their own personal uh, or political gain. And that's what's going on in right here is that that the local leadership, the people that are the elite of, of their time, the people that are looked up to by everyone else, the, the uh, religious leaders, are challenging Jesus' authority and, 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 and trying to put him on the spot, saying, hey, show us a sign. If you're the son of God, show us a sign. Yeah, because feeding 4,000 people wasn't good enough because healing the sight of the blind isn't good enough making the lame walk isn't good enough healing the Canaanites woman's daughter who wasn't even present isn't good enough and none of these things driving out demons isn't good enough they're still looking for more isn't it true in 2019 that you can't please there's some people Jesus can't please you can't please some people no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how, how much the evidence shows, they just don't believe. They refuse it. I just read verbatim a portion of this scripture. There's going to be people out there that say that ain't true. It's just the way life is. It's just the way people are. And so what does Jesus say? Only a wicked and adulterous generation look for a sign, but none will be given except the sign of Jonah. Okay, so there isn't going to be a sign. We're not going to be able to, quote unquote, prove the kingdom of heaven. We're not going to be able to, quote unquote, prove our faith in God. That doesn't mean we, we, we still doesn't we, we, do, we still don't look for ways to interact with people that are only looking for proof. But our faith is not built on evidence. It's built on faith. I mean, personally, I believe that there is numerous evidence 
of the existence of God. I believe that there is overwhelming evidence that the teachings of Jesus as an example of how to live make the whole nation, the whole world prosper because we're able to function, because we love one another as we love ourselves. We turn the other cheek. You know, we, we pray to God that we put God first. We give God what is God and, you know, Caesar what is Caesar. You don't, you, you don't force, you don't stone those uh, who have sinned unless you are sinless and none of us are. So that takes that off the table. So slowly there's, there, there's tons of evidence of countries and a, and a civilization that has built their society on these principles that has made us all prosper in life. It's made life much easier, at least physically, less demanding. That's evidence. It's evidence in my book. But are you going? Or are we ever going to uh, generate enough evidence to say that everything in here, everything that God tells us, uh, is is being able to point to be able to point out all the evidence? He's saying no. Jesus Himself says no. But I'm not. But but our faith is just that. It's faith. If there was overwhelming evidence even though i we could talk about that and i just think i just did it's faith that we believe in christ it's the free will that we have to choose christ that gives us access that into the kingdom of heaven it's the the faith in jesus himself that leads us in the right direction it's not through works and it's through faith it is not by anything that we can do that so that we may boast as as paul says but it's through god's grace that he saves us but it does say he does say something interesting jesus finishes this passage when he says but none will be given except the sign of jonah what is the sign of Jonah? If you turn your Bibles back to Jonah, you can you should read it. Obviously, you should read everything in the Bible, but your Jonah doesn't take the book of Jonah doesn't take long to read. It's pretty short. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with the book of Jonah or the story of Jonah, or maybe just haven't thought about it in a while, we won't read the whole book, but we encourage you at some point to turn back Jonah. Here's a message from God. And he's called to go to Nineveh and tell the people of Nineveh they've become wicked and the city will be destroyed unless they change their ways. And he doesn't want to do it. Jonah doesn't want to do it. And he gets on a boat and he wants to sail somewhere else. He goes to Joppa and he's, he, he, he pays a fare to, to get on a boat. Um, and so those of you who don't know, you know, I, I, luckily I've, I've been blessed to, to go to Joppa. It's right there on the water uh, in Tel Aviv. Um, but he gets on a boat and he leaves. And, you know, like everything else, when you go against God's will, if you go against God's command, calamity happens. 
and Jonah's no exception. Calamity happens. The storms rage, you know, and, and the crew get scared and they, they were trying to figure out why the, the, the storms are against them and they, you know, they cast lots and they blame, essentially they blame Jonah because he hasn't listened to God. They throw him overboard and Jonah's in the well for three days. So a big fish swallows Jonah and, he, and he's there for three days. He's buried underwater for three days. He's lost for three days. Who who else is buried for three days? Where is the similarity? So this is Jesus' foreshadowing of what's to come. He's saying that there will not be a sign given except that of Jonah. Jonah was lost, you know, Jonah was buried for three days before he was vomited back up on the shore and then he went to Nineveh. And then what happened after he went to Nineveh? We spoke to the king and he told him, hey, God says that you, your city will be destroyed because y'all are wicked unless you turn back towards him. And the people of Nineveh listened. Three days underwater, three days unseen. When he comes back on shore, he gives the message that God sent him to give. And the people of Nineveh, the king of Nineveh, believed. And their city was restored. It was not destroyed. It was not Sodom and Gomorrah. Nineveh was protected. Flash forward to this passage. Flash forward to the coming crucifixion. Jesus' burial for three days, coming back to life, overcoming death, appearing to his followers, giving the message that God sent him to give. Are we going to believe? Are we to believe like the king of Nineveh believed? Is our world safe from destruction? Or are we going to ignore the message that was passed? If the people of Nineveh ignored the message that was passed, their livelihood would have been destroyed. They would, their lives would have been taken. Certain death was afoot. Destruction. But they weren't because they believed. What side do we want to be on? Who, whose side are you on? Now that you know the truth. Now that you see the similarities. You see what listening to the word of God. Listening to the message provides you. Provided Nineveh. You also see what refusal to accept God's message is. And that's happened numerous times in scripture also. 
hence the the oppression of the Babylonians and the Assyrians and the Egyptians, Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, just the amount of destruction and devastation, turning your back, turning our back away from Christ leads to. If you're looking for evidence, you're going to be looking for a long time. But let's look at history. Let's look at the history of the biblical text and understand that those that follow God's commandments, those that follow God's guidelines, those that seek Christ, those that love God with all their heart, mind, and soul, that they, those that provide uh, compassion and love to one another, that love one another as they love themselves, that seek God, that put away our old selves and put on our new selves, that seek the, the, the Christian intervention, that lead a Christocentric life, those are the people, those are the civilizations that do the best, that are the most prosperous, the, that are the most, uh, that, that have, that make the most progress in life, that help others, that lift nations because they have the spirit of God working in them from the core belief. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen, Jesus tells Thomas easy if you if you watch something happen to believe that it happened it's difficult to believe that it happened if you never saw it but Jesus says blessed are those who believe and have not seen and with that ladies and gentlemen hopefully you learned something today hopefully you give I gave you guys something to think about this Wednesday as you try to make it through your week hump day get over the hump get over the hump by listening to scripture pondering it and if you guys want to continue to be uh, part of the and, and contribute to the Christian American community go to ChristianAmericanTees.com pick yourself up a Christian American tea like the one that I got on right now uh, pick yourself up a Christian American tank in case you got to work out in this you know inside the gym or something you want to represent Christ in America pick yourself up a long sleeve, a sweatshirt, or a hoodie from ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you're going outside, you want to represent Christ in America, you want to make a statement as to who you put your focus on, who you put uh, prioritize in your life. You can also be a part of the Christian American Dialogue by continuing to follow us, like us, share us, tweet us, DM us, upvote us, echo us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parler, Follow us on YouTube. Comment on YouTube. Comment on the video below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click on the notifications. That way you don't miss anything. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the Good Morning Christian America podcast comes to you. It's important, ladies and gentlemen, it's important that we prioritize the right things in our lives. And Christ and Scripture is the right thing. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.